I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Money Stepper Q&A podcast, question 72, expenses to offset against property income. Now, today's question is the first of two questions that Grant sent me via email. They're both crackers and they're both pretty complex. So the next two episodes will be longer than the average Q&A podcast. So I better get cracking. Grant asks, I'm looking to buy a house with a girlfriend and rent out the house that we currently live in that I own. We have lived here for five years and I've carried out maintenance on the property regularly. We have not made substantial improvements to the property... So we've not done any extensions or layout changes, but more decoration, changing carpets, fitting wall tiles, those kind of things. I have fitted a new bathroom suite, but it was a better quality than the old one, but didn't really introduce anything new. In knowing I could afford to keep the house when I moved, I've also been buying books and educational material in order to understand the letting process more. When I rent the property and I come to fill in my first self-assessment form, what costs and expenses can I offset against profits in regard to the above and how far back can I go? Right, let's start with the obvious. When you're renting out a property, your taxable income is calculated as your rental income less allowable expenses. Well, that's easy, right? Yeah, as if tax is ever easy. Allowable expenses, unfortunately, comes with a lot of specific definitions. So let's run down them in the order that they're presented on the HMRC website. Firstly, they offer an overall definition. They say that allowable expenses are things, always a good word, nice generalised word, isn't it? Things you need to spend money on in the day-to-day running of the property. So the only thing we can take from that in Grant's question is that capital improvements don't count as allowable expenses. So if you built a loft extension or a conservatory, then this wouldn't be an allowable expense. So let's run down the HMRC's list of suggestions of things that might be allowable expenses. They say letting agents fees, legal fees for lets of a year or less, or for renewing a lease of 50 years or less, accountants fees, buildings and contents insurance, interest on property loans, utility bills like gas, water and electricity, rent, ground rent and service charges, council tax and services that you pay for like gardening and cleaning and finally other direct costs of letting the property such as phone calls, stationery and advertising. Now these seem all fairly straightforward but I did miss one off the list and it's a big one and it just says maintenance and repairs to the property in brackets, but not improvements. Now, this is so complex that on the HMRC, there's another whole page on it, PIM 2020, which is linked to in the show notes, which will be at moneystepper.com forward slash question 72. Now, I've pulled out some key passages from this manual. I'm going to read them here. It says repair means the restoration of an asset by replacing subsidiary parts of the whole asset. An example is the cost of replacing roof tiles blown off by a storm. 
There won't be a repair if a significant improvement of the asset beyond its original condition results. That will be capital expenditure. For example, it would be capital improvement if the property owner takes off the roof and builds another storey on top. Examples of common repairs include exterior and interior painting and decorating, stone cleaning, damp and rot treatment, mending broken windows, doors, furniture, machines such as cookers or lifts, repointing and replacing roof slates, flashing and gutters. Okay, nice little list there. And now there's also some things that are missed off the list but which are generally accepted as being allowable expenses. For example, motor expenses are allowable from your home to the destination, assuming you run your property rental business from home. This will cover the cost of visiting letting agents, accountants, solicitors and checking on existing properties. Other reasonable travel costs include train, bus, air and taxi fares. Hotel and meal costs can also be claimed for an overnight stay if needed. The problem we have here is that none of these costs are allowable for viewing potential property purchases. It's annoying. It stops you going on holiday, having a look in the estate agent window and saying that that was a business expense. Another area you can claim is training costs. Grant refers to this in his question. He says, in knowing I can afford to keep the house when we, when we moved, I've also been buying books and educational material in order to understand the letting process. Well, Grant, uh, training costs is a bit of a blurred line. From what we can understand, generally, seminars, courses and books that are directly relevant to a property rental business will be allowable expenses. However, training costs to develop new skills are treated as intangible assets. And as such, they're not actually treated as revenue costs, so allowable expenses or capital allowances. Stuff one. But for your books and education material, you can say that they're directly related to the letting process, so you should be okay with those, but it may be worth consulting with an accountant. Before we wrap up, another bit of Grant's question we need to focus on. He's basically asking if costs that have been incurred whilst he's been living at the property for the past five years could be included as allowable expenses against rental income when that's received. Well, I'm afraid not, Grant. Expenses are only allowed to be offset against the period related to the rental income. So this will work on a personal tax year because you haven't got it set up in a company and that will end on the April the 5th each year. So if you rent out the property this year in the 2015-16 tax year, then some expenses, such as the property rental books you bought if you bought them in May 2015, could be deducted. But a repair that had no relevance to the rental in the same month probably couldn't because the actual cost wasn't related to the rental. With all things tax-wise, most people don't think like this, but I find that the best way to see what tax is right is to determine what's fair. The idea is that tax system is built around what is fair. So if you can reasonably and honestly argue why you think something should be a deduction, then it probably will be. However, if you can't convince yourself, you'll definitely not be able to convince the taxman. So that's a good step one. You then want to check those all out with an accountant and hopefully an accountant who specialises in property. If you want another point of view here, Grant, I would recommend, as I often do with subjects related to property, checking out the Property Hub. And there's a free training course on there that they offer in conjunction with tax specialist Ian Wallace called Buy to Let Basics. And you'll find that link directly in the show notes for this episode, moneystepper.com forward slash question 72. 
So, if that wasn't a tough enough question, not, not enough detail on these expenses, then he's asked another question, we'll, which we'll answer on Monday. And his question we'll answer on Monday is regarding salaries for employed and self-employed people and how you can equate the two. So, get some rest this weekend before that on Monday because it's a bit of a brain twister. See you all then. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.